This episode of That's How We Roll is brought to you by the letter P, which in this case stands for pterodactyl, pneumonia, and Patreon. Of course, thank you very much to Matthew Krellick for supporting our Patreon. You are the real MVP. What's up guys and welcome back to That's How We Roll. We're playing some Mutants and Masterminds. My name's Ed, I'm the GM. My name's Becca and I play Lupo, who is a teched-up spy who leads the Urban Legends. My name is Lauren, I play Hood, a young girl who works as a detective in the sneaky, sneaky shadows. I'll have to burp at the worst time. Um, Nailed it. Sorry. I'm Toby and I play Rufio, an ex-mob boss who's trying to right a few wrongs. Also he has a mech suit and a pug. <laughs> Toby's back on the podcast. Yeah, back. Hello. Hello. Two arcs, you've been gone. Two, oh, literally, like sad a times. Year, nearly a year. Sad times. Um, so, wait, two arcs? He was in. He was a face mm. doesn't Oh yeah, of course you were. It's like, hold on a second. That's a good point. Sorry, I forgot you played that character. <laughs> like, have you done an arc <laughs> without telling so me? Incredibly forgettable friend. <laughs> <laughs> yes, your tears sustain me. <laughs> Um, Sad face. But no, it's, it's good. Good, you're back. You're my, my boy, my boy's back. I, my have boy. someone, I have someone to fuck with again. Oh, God. <laughs> it's not quite the same with anyone else. Have anyone in the last arc <laughs> who <laughs> got fucked with No, nah, you guys were weirdly efficient. I didn't like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah. We're Can playing. I just have like one arc where you don't fuck me? Is that like possible? No. Well, in fairness, in the carnival arc, it was Marcus who got fucked. Yeah, that's true, but I don't have a Marcus currently. So I, mean, <laughs> I don't have a Patsy to pass it off to, you know? Um, Uh-oh. So, um, since the end of... <laughs> if you have to yawn, get out of your system now. Do you have any poo sling it now? <laughs> oh, God, stop. You got me. You got me straight away. Said yawn instantly. I did it. That's how susceptible I am. Damn it. Amateur, amateur hour over here. A drink to not yawn. <laughs> Down my need to snooze. So, since the end of the last arc, which obviously ended quite, you know, there was a, there was a sad turn at the end. We uh, we've time jumped three months into the future. The urban legends have boosted their renown across the city, across the country, even across the world. People know you guys now. But it's not just, I guess, two of you, uh, Hood and Lupo, with Captain Gone and Dollface Gone. Uh, you've you've boosted the ranks. Join it with the astrologer joining you. You you realise that, you know, there's there's a, a good number of heroes and, and Emmett's been recruiting. He's uh he's he's got the gang together. You uh for the past three months, you've been stopping crimes, solving mysteries, just generally being like badass motherfuckers around town, and uh, and it's got to the point now. It's a, a big celebration. You guys are being given the keys to the city. That's gonna be a lot of keys. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so you. You find yourselves. Uh, you're you're about to go up on stage. Uh, it's it's the full the full team is is currently in this this little room, and you're about to go on stage and meet the mayor. 
and uh, and the mayor will, will gift you the keys to the city. Would you like to tell us who all of the team members are? Yes. So, the extended list. Lupo. Hood. Hi. Rufio. All right. He's a, he's a new guy. The astrologer, obviously, he's still sticking about. He's a he's a generally cool dude. The Duke, who uh, we've had previously, he's been roped in full time. I mean, he's B team, but he's been roped in full time. There's also uh, Merlin, who's a sort of eighteen year old, nineteen year old guy. He does spooky magics. No one really knows much what that's going on there. Don't trust him. The Swan, she's a. a swashbuckling lady of justice famous prior to the urban legends as yes well. yeah yeah she had a name before joining you guys and celadon he's a froggy frog boy <laughs> he's an alien from the outer spaces who looks and sounds like a frog man <laughs> he wears a sweater vest <laughs> he wears a sweater vest yes <laughs> what a loser um, <laughs> so You're all in this room together. Emmett is, uh, he's wearing his decorative police uniform. Um, he's super excited. He must be so proud. He's so he proud. He must be like a dad. Yeah. It's, uh, like dad. all his kids are graduating college at the same time. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just, you know, he's he's incredibly chuffed. And, uh, and he sort of, you know, he, he looks to all of you and he's just like, okay. So, you will remember the rules. Rule number one. No swearing. I thought rule number one is just let the swan speak. I thought rule number one was wash your hands. But <laughs> That's dinner time rules. Oh, okay, my bad, my bad. Uh, public speaking rules. Yeah, rule number one. Rule number one is don't swear. Rule number two is if you don't have to talk, let swan talk. Yeah. Uh, and he sort of like nods and sw- swan nods. Um. And uh, and rule number three, whatever you do, don't let the Celadon talk. <laughs> oh, yeah. He just looks over at you like, hey. <laughs> so, uh, okay, uh, I think we're ready to do this. And uh, you hear like the announcer outside. You're on. You're in like a a little sort of cordoned off area away from like this this room, sort of away from the rest of the crowds. But it opens out to um, to the the huge sort of marble steps leading up to uh, the museum. The, you know, the it's all been fixed up. It's looking lovely. Um, it's, the museum is directly opposite. There's a, like a, a big sort of plaza area directly opposite is the town hall. It looks, it's, it's lovely. It's a uh, proper delightful. And uh, the actual plaza is, is full of people, like huge crowds. Uh, and they're all here to see you guys get the keys to the city. And you hear the call. The announcer's like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together and and celebrate all of the triumphs of the urban legends. And the uh, crowd goes nuts. And Emmett, like the, the door opens and uh, Emmett just motions and goes, go for it. And you'll stride out proudly. Who's uh, waving? Yep, yeah. and I love you, random citizen. <laughs> um, and uh, and yeah, you you make your way. There's like a, a sort of uh, table set up with red velvet, um, and 
and you'll you know make your way over to to the area and the mayor is stood there she's a, a quite attractive lady um mid mid 30s long blonde hair out of uh, 10 would you give I'd say, a one? I'd say hey. uh, I'd say I'd say solid seven, seven or eight. Nice. She's she's a she's good looking, you know. Um, and this is her in like work gear. You can imagine like when she's when she's doing her, she's mayor of Pretty my long. heart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you hate yourself? A little bit. Name uh, Mayor Whitehall. Is her name? Mayor Whitehall. 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 Yes. Uh, and she... It's probably school Because I, I, I know it. Is she Mrs. Oh. Mayor or Miss Mayor? Uh, what's the difference? Don't say Mrs. and break my heart. <laughs> That's the difference. One of them will break Lauren's heart. Mm. Oh, no. I don't know what... I, don't, I, I genuinely don't know what the difference is, though. Mrs. Or, miss or Miss. Oh, Miss. <laughs> She's a, she's you don't have the difference between married and unmarried women. No, I do. I do. That's I a do, problem, I do. Edward. That's a problem. <laughs> I, did, I didn't we know. spoke if, about this before. I didn't know if there was a difference between uh, Miss Mayor and Mrs. Mayor. I'm but I guess write. the difference is, is the fact that there are two the different Mrs. words. Mrs. and Mrs. Yeah, yeah. 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 gotcha. Uh, that she, would be the difference. She's, yeah. <laughs> she's right single. You wrote now. single down. Yeah. Quite all. Single. In brackets, ready to mingle question mark. Close brackets. Um... Yeah, she uh, she's actually been on on many you know BuzzFeed top thirty under forty uh, bachelorettes. Thirty under thirty. She's mid thirties. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she makes the top thirty, so that's why it's thirty under forty. Uh, she's actually been on top tens. She's a she's a a catch. Isn't this about us? And so are you. You know what? This whole arc should just be about her. <laughs> I, mean, I agree. Emmett is so, so happy to have you all. You guys are a catch. Um, and he's in no way in love with Mayor Whitehall. And I'm in no way projecting this <laughs> through my narration. I digress. Yep. Uh, crowd's going nuts. And... Uh, and as you approach Mayor Whitehall, sort of smiling, and she holds out hand and shakes your ha- each of your hand in turn. Um, Lupa, I imagine you're leading the group as the no, leader. I'm at the back. You're the back. I'm the alpha. <laughs> nice. Oh. So who's up front? Beta. Probably Hood. Yeah. Hood. Hello. Leading the train. Superhero train has arrived. Yeah. So she does this big speech about everything that you've achieved. She lists off. Literally tens of names of people that you have uh, you've arrested, um, and more that you've brought to justice, and and so on. And uh, she says, "Yeah, this is uh, it's incredible that you know we in New Haven have a team that we can call ours that will protect our streets and our people with with no nothing that they want in return." They're you guys are incredible and uh we can't thank you enough but hopefully this will help um we all know why you're here we would like to give to you all the keys to the city and she has a, a very large novelty key that she pulls out from behind the desk um 
and hands it to Hood. <laughs> and it's like, it's like the size of you. Like Hood just kind of whispers, I was expecting key. more. But <laughs> <laughs> it's quite big for a lock. Of course. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. Thank you. <laughs> no, of course. And uh, and there's a, another big cheer from the crowd. And he says, of Thanks, course, guys. with this comes, uh, comes uh, uh, more benefits such as uh, increased funding. We can uh, we can help support you, and uh, and of course, you uh, essentially have free reign wherever you would like to go in the city. So uh, so everybody, without any further ado, please please uh, again put your hands together for the urban legends and everything that they have done for us. Hood makes a little heart symbol out of her hands and nice. shows it towards the crowd. Do nice. you like balance the key in your Yeah, arms? it's it's a bit awkward, but it, there's a lot harder. Do you want to hold a key for you for a sec so you can yeah, really guys? shoves it to yeah. you. There's a, a lot of people really in the awkwardly audience. Awkwardly holding the key, like, I don't know what to do with this. And she takes it back. <laughs> there's, uh, yeah, there's loads of people in the audience and uh, they've got like banners and signs and some of them are dressed up as you guys. And um, Hood's fans are potentially some of the creepiest, I think. <laughs> Yeah, that would not surprise me yeah, at there's, all. Is it just old dudes? Uh, there's a fair few. Okay. Um, and they're like Gross. wearing your outfit and and got a diddles made out of pipe cleaners. But there's there's yeah. young girls as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, you are you're a role model to. She can ignore the all kinds creepy, of young children. Yeah. Men. You you cover the true demographic that a twelve year old girl would. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> it's like on YouTube where it's like who's looking at it age range, you know, ten yeah. to fifteen, and then. Uh, 30 35 plus. to yeah. take 40. Great. Um, yeah, the, I mean, the the turnout that Rufio's had for sort of reformed criminals in the city is is incredible. Like the amount of people who are sort of, put, you've done what Dollface could never do. Yeah. That's adorable. Um, He's very quite chuffed about that, to be fair, but doesn't let it show too much. Yeah, of course. Got to play it cool. He's also probably quite uncomfortable in this given situation right now because all eyes are on him and it's really uncomfortable. Yeah. Were you staring at me? You fuck, I know why I didn't meant to be staring at me. Were you staring? I know how to went out. Don't fight the whole crowd. Don't fight the whole crowd. <laughs> I like to think you look to Lupo for like some guidance and she's just stoned. It's almost like, like, almost like he's trying to get your hand. Like. <laughs> like she's, got, she's, she's standing at ease, like uh, hands like clasped behind her back, just standing. Just sort of like awkwardly just like looking. still. Like th- there's just no movement from her at all. Um, <laughs> their vision is based off movement <laughs> <laughs> and of course uh, Lupo you know I mean you've read all the headlines you've uh, you've heard all the talk you've seen the fan art um, oh, horrible God. horrible fan art you, you know what, what people think <laughs> we have our own reddit you. Of course we do. We've got yeah. our own. We've got our own thing now. We've yeah. got our own we've like a uh, Reddit meme page as well. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. Who's the, who's who's the like top ship? Uh, oh, that's a good. That's good a question, very good actually. question. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully enough. Hood's not involved in that. But I mean, there's Hood shipping, but it's not the no. There, there's enough people who frown upon it for it not to be one of the. I top think ones. it's Rufio and Diddles Prime is the one I see the most. <laughs> I, get, I think. I think that's great. I think that's <laughs> a great face? shot. It's what I do. That's, it. It, you know uh, what? Yes. That's my control mechanism for keeping Rufio in line. It's like, I'll show you the page again. I don't want to see the page again. <laughs> you're right. It's no, all it's about right. Rufio being really soft at heart. Doodles Prime has to take care of him. It's all right. It's all cool. Right. It's cool. Yeah, Ruffles but... Prime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and it's just... Did a logo. <laughs> it's just the, the aesthetic. 
the aesthetic is both of them riding down a neon lit highway on his motorbike. Him on the front looking stoic, and then Diddle's Prime like his arms uh, sitting on massive on the back, arms. his massive arms coming around and caressing uh, Rufio's bare chest, and just tentacles like all around Rufio. Oh, there's a lot of tentacles. There's I so really don't want to see that picture again. Fan art I've mind. seen. Look, look my place. Can we the, pl- please my make my this head. picture happen? Because the- the- <laughs> I don't think I can do that one, but I'm sure if we pulled on Caroline to create I, I, that I, one, I, I really I, don't I think that's a great idea. I I, uh, alternatively, I have a plan, which is we don't do that. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> How about that for a plan? That's- anyway. Um, yeah, so, uh, so yeah, I mean, the, the crowd loves you. And... Uh, as you're about to head off, uh, Celadon sort of throws his hand up and he's like, thank you, everybody. I just want to say, an astrologer puts his hand over his mouth and goes, remember rule three. <laughs> and you all, you all like, uh, like uh, ushered off, uh, ushered off stage um, and, uh, and back in, back into the room where uh, uh, Emmett sort of comes in. He was there as well, but he uh, sort of, you know, took a back step. He's, he, he, Never really knows how to handle the limelight. Like, he likes the recognition, but at the same time, he doesn't like being instantly presented with the recognition. Does that make sense? Like, he mm, doesn't yeah. like all the crowds and stuff. He's like, I don't think I deserve this. Um, I give him a little pat on the back as we go back in. <laughs> yeah, he likes that, actually. It's very comforting. Um, yeah, and you, you, you go back into the tiny room, and you, uh, you all sort of like, Joe, and it's like, uh, so... What do we do now? I guess, I guess, back to the gingerbread house. I thought we're I not at the yeah. gingerbread house anymore. It's been three months. Would we really be in the same spot? Different spot. Oh, okay. You kept the name. Ah, uh, okay. Just to honor in doll respect. Face, yeah. Okay, got yeah. it. Emma, do you want to hold the key? Yeah. Here you go. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, black hole, Emma. Black hole. I'm going playing it cool. It's hard to hold it because your hands are so sweaty. (laughs) You guys want to see something cool? And he like starts spinning it and like flips it up. He's like, I used to work at Quiznos. And he's like doing the sign. Um, Emmett, this is the opposite of cool, mate. Uh, I'm going to take that back. Humble reserve. Humble reserve. Lupo claps her hands together and goes, all right, back to business. Yes. Um, So uh, I think if everyone uh, everyone takes a, a couple of hours, we'll have a... A uh, lovely debrief in the meeting room in, uh, uh, let's say, four o'clock. Cool. I'm going to grab milkshakes. Anybody yes. want to come? Yeah. That's my girl. I'm in. <laughs> Why not? My guy. I'll see you guys back at base. God. I'll come <laughs> on a bit, though. Boss, come on. Come on, boss. Milkshakes. Come, come on, on We're celebrating. You're a key part of the team, he says, <laughs> and, he, and he waves the, uh, the giant novelty key. I should slap you for that, but I'm still not going. I've got some work I need to get done. All right. Okay. Do you want us to bring back one? All right then. <laughs> the we'll usual. Get, we'll get Lazy Susan to make it the way you like it. She knows. <laughs> she knows what you like. She's willing to give it to you if you pay. Um, milkshakes. Milkshakes. <laughs> uh, you, uh, you, you go, okay, cool. Uh, so are you going back to the gingerbread house now? Yeah. Okay, cool. So you head out of... Um, out of the meeting room that you're all in and you both very awkwardly start walking in the same direction <laughs> for a little bit, you know, where it's like you say goodbye and then you start walking in the same direction and stuff. And uh, and you actually both go in the same direction all the way to Lazy Susan's Diner. What? 
and then you get in the, the guys are like okay cool uh see you in a bit um and then Emmett orders three milkshakes and uh Lupo walks to the back and presses a secret button <laughs> we're pasting the fucking diet out and uh and a, and a secret doorway opens up and uh <laughs> Fucking and hell. there's a lift. Is it behind the shape machine? It's, it's not behind the shape machine. It's uh, it's there's like a, a fake wall panel which Surely just has a picture frame. Surely that is not frame. so overtly in the middle of the diner. It's a it's a it's a wall panel and there's like a picture frame and it has a uh, clipping that just says Urban Legends like local milkshake joint <laughs> and it's got like a picture of you guys like making milkshakes with Lazy Susan. Does she, she look and just pissed off? She <laughs> just looks so sad. <laughs> like, <laughs> Um, and uh, and yeah, I mean, literally, Lazy Susan's is always dead, like a hundred percent always dead. Um, so Emmett thought it would be a fantastic. I mean, you guys meet there most of the time anyway, so I imagine Hood had a lot to say about it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure we have to pay her off to let us build a base underneath her. She um, would like webs. Yeah, she she honestly did not care. She's we, not she's not the manager. She, she just works. There. Yeah, she just works there all the time. So uh, so yeah, the the there's now a base underground beneath Lazy Susan's diner. Unbelievable. <laughs> That's wicked. Um so yeah, you we you know, Emmett and the guys grab a little booth. Uh, if we send people there, tell them Susan to ask for the gingerbread special. Something like that. Gingerbread Is that like a cake? Good. Yeah. Mm. I'll have a gingerbread shake. <laughs> She's like <laughs> from the secret <sighs> menu. Oh fucking hell. <laughs> Ugh, one of them. Yeah, it's, there's a switch on the frame. <laughs> she just doesn't care. She um, doesn't even look up from her phone. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's on Tinder. <laughs> right. Swipe. Right. Swipe. <laughs> Frogman. <Right>. Left. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Lupo, you, you head down. Uh, short elevator ride down and you, you open up. And it's it's a relatively, you know, decent... I mean, you're still building it. It's not in any way done, um, but it's a it's a full base. Like there's a main room, um, there's a recreational room, there's like a boardroom, there's equipment. You guys have a trophy room now. Yeah, we do. Put the uh, key in the trophy room. Yeah, hundred yeah. um, percent. And uh, and obviously you each have dormitories there. Um, not all of you use them, but they are all there uh, if you do need them. So Lupo, as you head down, um, you walk in and... Uh, you are greeted by Terra. <laughs> I'm surprised I would be. Biff. Be He's biffing <laughs> He's about. Biffing. <laughs> He's just knocking about. Well, I knew, uh, Rufio knew he'd be crashing here for a couple of days because of the big event and everything. So yeah. that type of dog. What kind of dog is it? Pug. Why, why does Rufio have a pug? Uh, because he thought it was a bulldog when he got it. Nice. The guy told him it was a bulldog. Literally told him it was a bulldog. A year later, he's like, yeah, we're still a pup, and it? it's just not growing. <laughs> yeah, they take how long you have it? Oh, how old is he? Yeah. You are aware he's done growing, right? It's not the first time this has happened. He accidentally got a uh, Lassarapso before, thinking nice. it would turn into one of those big, massive bear hunting dogs. Shaggy dog. Yeah, he was told it would, that would happen, and that never happened either. Is it the same guy who sold you both dogs? No, different guy. So he's probably sold <laughs> really that terrible, guy. Just Rob. really terrible luck <laughs> with dogs. He's uh, had me- a micro pig once. Too. Still has a micro pig. It's not, not micro. <laughs> no, you got it. 
<laughs> no, it's a full pig. Lizzie's yeah, mum now. I'm picturing the next one is going to be a chihuahua that he gets thinking it's going to be like a German Shepherd or something like that. Yeah, something like that. We don't know yet. It's a special breed. Yeah. <laughs> Look, mate. Pig me. They start small and they get real big. Look, mate. Just, he's a good dog. That's what I mean. Ripper is a good dog. Terror. He's a good egg. Terror. Rest in peace, Ripper. The, uh, the Lacerapso. Yeah, t- yeah, Ripper was the previous one. This one's called Terror. Terror. Yep. Yeah. Terror, Terror's a, he's a good little lad. He loves the scratch. On, on his belly bowl. Anyway. He's got he's got a little pink belly. Because oh. he does. He's a little pug. Yeah. Um as you head in, you're you're obviously greeted by Ripper. Mm-hmm. Terror. The corpse of Ripper. <laughs> and also Terror. <laughs> the ghost. Okay, the reel it back, reel it back. <laughs> Bring this one back in. Dial it terror. In. Mm-hmm. You're greeted by Terror. Uh there's also a stack of post. Um Cool. Um I pull off my hood and my cowl and set it aside and grab a little treat out the treat jar throw it for um terror <laughs> he uh he jumps completely misses the tree and like just like tumbles and then he's like he's like snapping at the tree as his body rolls over itself and then he like finally gets his his legs and he like does like a little trot where he moves two of his legs at each time and he moves a bit like a caterpillar it's, it's really surreal like it's an he's an ugly dog why are you being mean to my dog he's lovely he's he's the loveliest animal in the world, but he is hideous. He's got a massive underbite. <laughs> yeah. Third degree girl. He's like, out all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And a hundred percent a lazy eye. <laughs> that's why lazy Susan likes him so much. Because yeah. they match. It's the only time you've ever seen her smile is when she first looked at the dog. <laughs> oh, he's beautiful. <laughs> that's Susan's voice. <laughs> yep, that's, that's the first time, first time I think we've heard her speak. I think so. Um, so, yeah. Um, so has the whole team seen your proper face now then? Yeah, 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 they've all seen it. Cool. But they don't know anything about your actual identity? No. Yeah, cool. Makes sense? It's like the big reveal when you finally took it off and everyone's like, I don't know who this, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who this is. <laughs> oh, you're the woman from the... <laughs> I got that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's you. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm going to um, Sorry. Start. I'm going to, I'm going to clap and then you just cut this a little bit. All right. So yeah, I go and grab the post, just start taking off the suit really as I head to my dorm. Cool. Um, yeah, you're flicking through the post. I mean, it's not like a, a public place. You don't get like fan mail or anything. You've got various PO boxes for that. But um, every so often the PO boxes are collected and dropped down here. And uh, so there's a couple of bits and pieces, um, some more fan art, which... Mm. It's probably safer not to open. Um, <laughs> I just divvy it out into pigeonholes. Yeah. All the fan art that's in Rufio's pigeonhole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just I, I quickly don't... readdress it. No, <laughs> so I it looks... just, I open the envelope, like pull it out a little bit, see the top of the image and just slide it back in and put it in Rufio's uh, pigeonhole. Yeah. Put it in a formal letter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bloody council sent me something again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> why do they keep doing this to me? Terra, no. Um, oh, <laughs> Terror and diddles. Terror and diddles. No one knows about terror. Only us know about terror. Um. (laughs) I'd say probably do. So it's it's all part of your public image. Your reformed image. You've got a little pug. What's in the post? You you find one which is different to the rest. It's uh, almost like a a card. Um, So it's, yeah, card-sized. Proper envelope. Um. And it's just addressed, it just says the urban legends. Is it wax signature? Uh, it is wax sealed. 
That's what, what that's very, what like. very oh, flamboyant like. F. Mm. But there's no address on it. There's no what? Address on it. A very crumbly throat. I apologize. <clears throat> yeah, I think it is. I'm having it. Even if it's not. I'd like to roll a well-informed check to see if I recognise that seal. Uh, the words I said were, there's no address on it. Yeah, cool. Cool. Uh, yeah, give me a well-informed. That is a red-hot 11. Okay, 11. So, it's, it's a very flamboyant F. And you know that there are four... You can't place it exactly... But it's going to be one of the, the big families in, in the city and sort of this side of the country. Um, there are four big families. Uh, all of them annoyingly have the initial F. Um, four Fs. Selfish gits. You know that the swan is very passionately against one of the families. She says that they are criminals and rotten throughout. And that's foe. That's uh, Faux Industries. The um, the other three. Fee, Fi, and Fum. I fucking knew it. <laughs> are in different businesses, but equally as uh, nefarious. You could There's... call them the corporate giants. Uh... That's a good way to put it, I think. Uh... Yeah. I hate you both. I want you to know that right now. We planned this. It's over. Yeah. We planned this This, for so long. The the, the giants have literally been in the works for like years. Yeah. Good year now. Um, So yeah, corporate giants. Cool. You can't, you don't know exactly which one it is. Um, So, um, yeah. uh, I guess you open it. Break, break the seal. But yeah, there's there's no address on the front. It just says the urban legend. So it's like, how did this get to us? What, what chain got this envelope here? Uh, mm. Hey, I'm not yawning though. Um, Why'd you say that? I can feel it. I can feel it in me. I can feel it coming down my throat. Now that sounds wrong. Let's not. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, that's no, not, keep going, please. Let's not play that game. Please. Ripper, no. Ripper's dead. Um, it's even worse. Stop being mean to my dog. <laughs> Both of them. You like dogs. They're trying to endear you to me. Guess listen to that later. Oh. <laughs> right, everyone just go home. <laughs> There's a radiator there, mate. Thank you, friend. <coughs> oh, that was really... You know when you hit it dead on the right spot, it was almost like electricity through yeah. your finger. Yeah, just got one of them. Nice. <laughs> so you open it up, and there is a lovely uh, red sort of embossed card inside. Uh, about A5. It's an invitation, very clearly. And it's inviting three members of the Urban Legends to... A ball, a gala, hosted by Ezekiel Fum. He uh, he has he essentially wants to celebrate all of the achievements of the various superhero teams that are sprouting up in the city and the surrounding area, hoping to 
uh, like th- throw a gala. Uh, it's written way more elegantly on the card. <laughs> Hoping to throw a gala to sort of get them all to meet each other and uh, and sort of build bridges essentially because all the fantastic work they're doing it can only be better if you know they know each other and they trust each other so this gala is tomorrow it's Friday today gala is Saturday overnight to Sunday at his mansion bit pompous send the invite out the day before the event I'm important. Everyone will come. It's just a Bam. good thing that it's not on a school night. Otherwise, Hood wouldn't be able to go. So true it's good that. it's on Saturday. That is true. I have a feeling most people won't want Hood to go anyway. <laughs> it's an adult party. What kind of adult party? <laughs> Everybody put your keys in the middle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here we go. No one's taking my motorbike. I was about to say, yeah, no one's, no, no one's having the keys this bike. <laughs> it's just a no. Um, so... Uh, after a milkshake, it gets to it gets to four o'clock, and it, everyone reconvenes in the meeting room. Um, Emmy gives a debrief. You know, you guys did great today. Um, that key is it was going front and center in that trophy room. Emma, you did well. You didn't cry once. <laughs> well, that you saw on stage. You didn't cry. <laughs> uh, thanks. I tried so hard. <laughs> It's very difficult. No, what I did is that I sat him down in front of the TV earlier on and did a slideshow of all of our greatest achievements. <laughs> so he'd cry out bald. the ceremony. I bawled like a babe. I was wondering what that sound was. <laughs> so by the time... <laughs> Just walked past, mate, I'm going to be honest. I heard, <laughs> heard it come from the room, I was like, nah. By the time no, that right. he actually got to the stage, he was all cried out. He was yeah, all cried out. I was... Good job, good job. I was tear barren. Are you wearing makeup to hide the red eyes? I can see it now in this light. Next order of business. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Um, Sorry, it's getting a bit away yeah, from sure. me. No, yeah, cool. Moving swiftly on. Uh, how is everyone doing today? I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, we've kind of peaked today, let's be honest, guys. Uh, we've got the keys to the sea. Um, I mean... Are you petting your dog? Yes. Is that what that is? Okay. Yeah. It's, it's an audio podcast. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, Hood sees Rufio and starts doing it with diddles. Just like making eye contact. <laughs> feel like Thumbs this up. Is, uh, Thumbs up. Uh, so yeah. How is everyone? Uh, anyone got plans for the weekend? Three of us do. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyone got plans for the weekend? Points at Becca. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, three of us have got something to do, and mm. she throws down the invite. Going to a party, apparently. <gasps> I love parties. Dibs not You it. are not going. Oh, what? It's a gala for apparently all the local heroes in the area. You're going to stay with me. It's fine. As soon oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Emma's body language changes as soon as, uh, as soon as Lupo says for all the local teams in the area, and he's like. Wow, okay. Um, Lupo, can I have a word outside? Yep. Um, he sort of... Talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, talk amongst yourselves. I mean, it's bullshit. I've got to go to the fucking party. <laughs> uh, I think you should go to the party. I think I should go. I can yeah. just sneak in. They can't stop me. Okay, so you can't <laughs> I'll just follow them. Like, <laughs> you haven't quite left Lupo, the room yet. <laughs> Lupo just writes in biro over 18s only. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah. <laughs> uh, so Emmett sort of takes a few steps down the hallway. Takes a few steps down the hallway away from the door, and uh, and he pulls a business card out of his jacket and hands it over to Lupo. It's the same one that he showed her at the end of last arc to get her to stay, and uh, it's showing its age a little bit. It's been in Emmett's wallet for a very long time. And printed very plainly on the the business card is the logo for Anvil. And uh, he watches her eyes until she looks up. And he just says, you thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah. Yeah, I am. He frowns slightly and says, uh, we know that Anvil have a star team in the area. And we know that FUMS invited all the biggest superhero teams of the city. Likelihood is the star team's going to be there. And he frowns again and sort of thinks for a moment. And then he says, star teams are highly trained killers. And we don't know what they want or who's even pulling the strings. Our guys need to know what they're going into. The team don't need to know. And there's nowhere to find out, even if we wanted. There's no paper chain. And that's exactly how Anvil likes it. Besides, telling the team would just put them on guard. You know what they're like. I'll tell them not to engage, and then engage. Anyway, this is supposed to be a party, not a battleground. Uh, all kind of humor's gone from Emmett's face at this point, and, and he, his eyes are almost pleading at Lupo, like, come on, throw the team a bone kind of thing. And uh, she ain't gonna do it. No, <laughs> and he, he shakes his head and just goes, There is, uh, we can give them some hints, like some things that there's some key things they can look for. Like, uh, star teams always have an android, it isn't obviously an android, not in all cases. And Anyway, this isn't the kind of scene to pull a job. Star teams crave fame because it gives them the perfect cover. To be seen as allies even as their competition is vital when this party allows that. This is the perfect publicity stunt. Look at it this way. They get to rub shoulders with other teams, make friends with people that they might even need to kill in the future. For them, this is Candyland. Emmett nods slightly and you can see the resignation on his face. And he's like, yeah, okay. Well, if we're sending the guys in blind, we need to pick the best. Not Hood. <laughs> I 100% agree with that. She's just too young. Yeah, it's not that not that she's not good enough, not by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, yeah, she's too young. Well, who else? Rufio is good for muscle, and he hasn't really had the chance yet. True. Plus, he's reliable. You tell him who to shoot, he shoots him. But that leaves two people without powers. What if you guys get disarmed? I was thinking the swan. Okay. With her investigations into foe, I feel like she may have come across fun in the process. Her intel might be valuable in this. Yeah, plus she's an excellent face. Great party person. (laughs) Great, Great party person. I'm sure she'd agree. Okay. Let's do this. And he turns back to the door, and as as Lupo walks past him, she he, he just catches her arm uh, as Blair. she goes. But <laughs> <just> <laughs> apology eyes. Um, 
And then serious face. What about you? I mean, your identity is incredibly hard to find, but I managed it. They definitely could. What if they know who you are? She gives him a thoughtful look for a moment, but then a little smile curves on her lips. And she says, I knew sooner or later Anvil would figure out that I'm still here. But star teams aren't the only ones who use the limelight as armor. Emmett nods and let's go. Libro goes out of the room and back into the meeting. Okay. And, uh, and he stops and he's sort of thousand yard stare, just sort of looks down the hallway and he breathes in real slow. And then he throws on a goofy smile, breathes out and, uh, and he heads back inside. Okay. He claps his hands together. Okay. So me, after much deliberation, Lupo and I have decided which lucky members are going to the party. Lupo? Yep, obviously I'll be leading on this one. And Swan, I was thinking you might take this one with us. Now I have to play myself. Yep. <laughs> have a conversation with yourself. Miserable. The Swan is another one of Becca's characters, so she gets to talk to him. Like when I was doing Dollface and, uh, and Medusa last arc. Yeah! Um, I don't actually have a voice for the Swans. This is going to be fun. Um, good luck, audience. You get to realise how small my acting range is. Um, Swan, are you down for this? And... Swan kind of gives a bit of an uncertain look. She's got the invite in her hands and is like, I'm not feeling this one. I I have plans. <laughs> got a hot the tent. master of communication. I have plans. <laughs> and the focus kind of squints at her. You have plans. Yes. Are you not even going to try and elaborate that with me? No, definitely not coming. You're on your own. Thanks. Good. So, Emmett, who, who? Um, Still saying I'm a viable choice, but <laughs> um, none of my The business. kids go some anyway. Look, we are going to need. We have two non-powered heroes, potentially, which are going to have their equipment, if not taking off them, at least uh, reduced in its capabilities so i feel like oh, we go. first one first one, i thought i was gonna make it an episode Ding. we have two non-superpowered heroes we're gonna need someone with some innate power because these guys may have their technology taken off them or at least reducing his capabilities while they're at the gala so we're gonna need someone whose powers can't be taken away uh, and you see celadon sort of like straightens up in his seat a little bit and he's sort of I was like, oh, hang on. That could be me. It's like, Emma, Emma carries on. He smiles because he sees Celadon's excited. He smiles and he goes, someone who, uh, someone who, you know, hasn't had much experience in the superhero game when it comes down to it, but the experience that they have, have done, they've excelled, you know, a fantastic team player. And Celadon's just growing, and like he's he's swelling up in he's his puffing seat. out his little frog he's cheeks. He's puffing out his little <laughs> frog cheeks. <laughs> this massive gullet. <laughs> and uh, and it continues. Um, someone who, without on the team, 
we may not have got out of certain sticky situations. Um, and uh, someone who I think is finally old enough to play it with with the big guns, you know, finally, finally old enough to be treated as an adult on this team. So yeah, I think the only real choice is pretty. Dibs, dibs, it's me, dibs. He's like, stands up. It's me. I, I called it. I want to go. <laughs> you called dibs. I called dibs. <laughs> I like that you disappear for a moment. You've teleported, and then you teleport back, and you're in your finery. You're already wearing yeah. the clothes. Yeah. I'm like, look, I've had this dress for ages, and I haven't had a chance to wear it. I really want to go. <laughs> I was gonna wear it to my friend's wedding, but then he got jilted. <laughs> It was really upsetting. I'd like to erase the memory and have it as a nice occasion. I made sausage rolls. <laughs> no one got to eat them. So Except I some guy on the train. <laughs> so I had to eat them. This guy. Um, that'll be in the autobiography. Um, uh, Emmett <laughs> sort of, he locks eyes with Lupo. And it's just a look of fear. She's just staring at the table like, why has this happened? Look, I'm, they um, could say no. They could say no, but they yeah. know now. She's called. I'm just gonna go. She's called the Holy Vow of Dibs. I have. Yeah. And I like to think that in the urban legends, if you want a mission and you call Dibs, you get the mission. Yeah, Fox Celadon. <laughs> um, Emmett still tries it. He's like, look, I, I don't think this is a good idea for a child to be going. Who are you calling a child? Tell you what, Emmett. I've had a change of heart, son. I'll go if you want me to. And I'll keep an eye on, all right? Astrologer picks up. He's sort of, I think he's just floating towards the back of the room in his Capricorn form, so his little goat man. Mm-hmm. And she goes, as I understand the sacred vow of dibs, <laughs> she has to go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, Emmett's more, yeah, it's more, I mean, yeah, but it's it's not, it's, it's an earth thing. Just... Uh, have I not been on em- enough missions and I'm fine? It's a party. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> and that is where we're going to leave this episode. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. <sighs> oh, goodness. Thank you for listening to That's How We Roll. If you liked what you heard please check out our patreon at patreon.com slash that's how we roll where for as little as a dollar a month you can help support keeping this podcast going and if you'd like to know more please check out our website that's how we roll.co.uk take a look at our social medias at that's how we roll one on twitter and that's how we roll podcast on facebook you can also get in touch via email just ping one over to that's how we roll podcast at gmail.com see you all next time